The Kieran Paul Show. So, Maddie, right, so it's the day after Pancake Day. People have been talking about food all day, and that's literally all they've been talking about. If you go onto any sort of social media, it's pictures of food and pancakes. But you're not trusted in a kitchen. Why is that? Uh, I think I can be trusted in a kitchen. Um, I think I'm very good at cooking, quite bad at baking. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, I will just invent recipes, basically, and... Sometimes that's not what people want. Um, the worst, no, the worst thing ever. Um, I think actually, no, you know what? I think it was a good thing. I think I've created a new species of cake. Um, so I got muddled up between nutmeg and cumin powder, mm-hmm. and I created a curry flavored cake. <laughs> and I would say, I mean, I ate it all. So if anyone, anyone wants to try it. I recommend it, but, you know, it's maybe not something you'd buy in Marks and Spencers. Do you have a name for it? <sighs> oh, maybe someone someone could come up with a mm. um, name I mean, for it. I like, I like, I'm annoyed, though, that it was just for you. Like, I like the idea of you, like, taking it, like, round to neighbours. Maybe I'm just too English yeah. here, but, like, taking it round to neighbours and things like that and saying, I've got this lovely cake. Or, like, taking it to a bake sale. I don't know, do they still exist? Um, but it was, like, <laughs> yeah. did, do you, do you, it was just, like, you just... Well, I, I was... They were intended for other people. And then... But I was sitting in the house. I was like, who's cooking curry? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, no one else is in. And then I was like... And then I opened them and I, like, smelt them. And I was like... And then I looked at the cumin powder and I was like, oh, you're, you're not nutmeg, are you? <laughs> and, uh, and, then I, and then I was like, well, I've got to try... And then I, and then I ate them and... No regrets, man. But you no couldn't regrets. you couldn't get away with that with kids because like if you gave that to a kid, like they'd say like they you know you, they don't want that. But because um, the word the word children's show to like comedians usually brings panic um, to having to perform in front of kids. But you've performed in front of kids. You've done loads yes, of pictures. Yes, I've done I've done stand up for kids. I mean, I don't think they know what stand up is. I don't really I don't think they know what what's going on, but. I'm there and I'm ready to give them comedy. And, <laughs> and sometimes they're not ready for comedy. What's like the weirdest thing they've said? What's the worst thing that's like happened? Um, well, I kind of got a stage invasion. Uh, they, do not, they do not care for theatre etiquette. They will just, I mean, they will block the stage. They won't let you leave the stage. They will come up and hold your hand. Um, That's oh, quite sweet. Well, I went. No, it was. Yeah, I started doing this thing where I went up on stage and I was like high five and started like high fiving them, and I was like high elbow and started high elbowing, and then I was high high finger and like they'd like like do high fives with our, like et. Um, and then there was one kid that I didn't high elbow, um, and he started crying. And at the end of the gig, the end of the whole gig, like an hour later, it wasn't just me on. There'd been like other acts on. She was like. Could you high elbow my son because he <laughs> he was really upset that you didn't high elbow him? So I was like, of course, of course. Uh, like Chester, does that sort of panic you? Like having if you if you were told you've got a you know you're at a festival and oh yeah, by the way, this audience is uh, is just kids. Uh, no, I wouldn't want to do that at all. I, I want my audience to behave. Um, I don't trust children. I don't know what they'd do. Um, I had to dress up as Wolverine once for children, um, but they listened to me because I was dressed as Wolverine. Was, was that a gig? It, there wasn't actually a gig. No, this is I had to do it for uh, like a school play. We were yeah. trying to get kids to read, and uh, I came out as <laughs> Wolverine and said, "You better read, kids." And uh, I don't know if they listened. Um, they probably did because a were couple of them, a couple of them actually thought I was Wolverine. I didn't think I wasn't expecting that. A couple of them were like, "Oh my god, it's Wolverine!" <laughs> I can't believe it's him. How old were you? Uh, I was two, I was about seventeen, eighteen. Um, 
How old were the how old were the kids? Uh, it was they were about eight, nine. Oh. They were, yeah, they, enough, enough, yeah, old enough, young enough to think that Wolverine was still real, uh, still real, was uh, was real. So yeah, but no, I would want the kids to uh, to behave in my set, so I wouldn't want to do anything. They probably wouldn't get any of my stuff now anyway. So I would want uh, I would want an adult audience to sit in their chairs and listen to me. Uh, Chess, what um. What happened with your song? So you're going to do a song called Love Like Lovelace, which yeah. is, a, you know, obviously Lovelace has got sort of naughty themes. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what happened when you did that song in front of kids? Uh, well, me and Dan were doing a, um, in, ta- in Ashford Town Centre, we were on the stand um, just doing some acoustic versions of the songs. And um, Love Like Lovelace um, was after a few, quite a few, like, I think like the fifth song and all of a sudden just as a start we started performing it loads of kids just come out from nowhere and they just started dancing to it and um the lyrics are um aren't quite child <laughs> were they were they like sliding like with with the boys they on the like sliding? bouncing up and down yeah. and what was wrong <laughs> <laughs> and a child ruined a magic trick that you were doing maddie as well yeah no that's one of stage invasions i don't know if you've ever been stage had a stage invasion but I'm I'm the like, kids freak me out. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, if you so ever, trying if they look at me, I, I, try, I just try and lose eye if contact. You put anything, if you, basically, if you put anything shiny on a stage, kids will just be like, "I'm having that," and just run <laughs> and grab it. So um, yeah, I was like, "Who wants to see a magic trick?" And every kid was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Hold on," and like put these badges because I, I know like a, a good hustle. Um, I mean, I can't really explain it on radio, but like a good way of like. You can put something behind, it'd be like, which hand? And then people put the... Right, okay, I did not explain that well. <laughs> uh, but like, say like, you give someone like an object, like a coin or a badge, and you're like, pick a hand, put it in your hand, and then they put it in front of you. There's a way that you can read someone so you know exactly which hand... Tell us now, in. how do you do it? How? how? Well, no, because then it, like, how am I going to win money? Like, it, do you Darren Brown them? You read, yeah, you it's, read it's their a Darren eyes. Brown trick. Surely, isn't it just like the bigger, the bigger, like, no, 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 hand no, there? no, it's people do something. That's... Do they tremble? Does one of them tremble? No, no, I'm, I'm not going to. Listen, we've got till eight o'clock. This is um, what we're going to do, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, okay, basically, and this is, kids are the best for this. Kids are the best for this, but adults as well. We'll still do it. You say, no, no, I'll do it. Okay. We stop it in about in like a little bit later in the show. I'm going to put something in my hand. Should well, we you're going to be conscious of it though. No, we're going to do it. No, we're going to do it, and I'm going to um, behave like a child. Yeah, as well. I put I put those badges <laughs> in the kids, and so I can do my magic trick. Um, well, also as well, we're going to do uh, which is pretty cool as well for the show. So you also do cartoonists. You're a stand-up comedian, act, oh, yeah. an actor, and you're going to do cartoonists. Can you, and you said like, can you create? So you've got a bit of paper in front. You've got a pen. I do. And you, can you create a cartoon about like all the the nonsense we talk about in the show? Yeah. And then like we'll we'll take a photo of it around eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Wicked. So that's Maddie Campion. Uh, we also got Chester Constable, uh, comedian as well, as well as Chess Smith, um, musician from Ashford, who is going to be doing two live songs uh, in live session here on Miskin Radio. So that is Colours to the Mast. It's from Pedestrian Zero. That is a world exclusive. It's not been played on any radio show um, on earth at all before. Today, um, it's from Toby Hawkins. Uh, he's from Yash Green. Um, and it also featured uh, Cecily Harding's uh, vocals as well. Uh, so in the studio, we have uh, Chess Smith, Maddie Campion and Chester Constable. Uh, Maddie is a comedian she's ca- and she's also like a cartoonist and she's currently creating... A, a like a, a masterpiece of, of, of stuff about the show today and you, you can get a little video of that uh, we're going to be posting uh, one up later on our Instagram page uh, just search the Kieran Paul Sessions on Instagram and we're also going to be doing a, a Maddie can also th- 
predict if you put something in uh, in your hand, she can predict which hand it's going to be in. So we're going to be doing that later. And I needed a coin for it. Um, and I'm so poor I didn't have one. So I had to ask our other guest, Chester Constable, and he's given me a 50p, which is probably the most difficult coin to hide in a hand. Uh, but it <laughs> teaches me for not having any any coins. Uh, so that's my own fault. Um, so uh, Chess Smith is about to do uh, two live songs for us. Um, now, I have to say, like, Chess, these are really long names and really confusing names to read out. Like, do you deliberately do this? How do you come up with the names of the songs? Because I'll tell you, so one's Love Like Love Lace, of four L's, and I've got Live next to it as well because it's the Live song, which makes it even more confusing. So what I'm reading is Live Love Lick. No, no. I said <laughs> right. Like, live Love Lick. You're thinking of Linda Lovelace. I'm not thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, potentially. Uh, li- l- live Love. Just to read that out. So it's. Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just wait. Love Like Love Lace. <laughs> right, so Love Like Love Lace is going to be live. And then we've also got Queen of the High Held Walk. So that's three H's. Yeah, see, I, we, there you go. See, there you go. See, I've got it. It's oh, yeah. How like how do you of all the songs you do like really long titles like is it no, deliberate they're the sort of only two. Yeah. All the others are quite simple yeah. and one words, but they just happen to be my two favourites. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you when you write, do you do you have the title first before the lyrics? How what's your sort of process? Um, I have. Um, I sometimes I write the music before I get someone to write the music like my band to write the music first and then it just flows off like just just comes naturally mm. so um like queen of the high held head walk that literally just was me humming and then it, i needed to fill up some syllables so i just threw in loads of h words so does that mean that there's you, you very really like throw lyrics away because you're yeah. you're sort of um yeah you're you're tailoring the lyrics to the music you've already created yeah. as opposed to just writing a load of lyrics for the sake yeah. of it i've done a lot of genres in the past as well so um it, it helps with that as well just writing to the music instead of i don't like wasting them hmm. <laughs> all right okay well let's do the first live song so um i'll let uh, let you introduce it so uh chess Miffle, away you go um so we'll do queen of the high held head walk first because i released this in december so this is out now something's gonna give me strength to believe in better days something's gonna give me Gonna give me all I need and more. I'm biting the bullet, there's nothing to it. I'm gritting my teeth, not giving in. Something's gonna give me all I need and more and more and more and more. As I walk. There's no point in it I shall not bleed Not gonna 
Smith with her first song, Queen of the High-Held Headwalk, um, with Den Leggett on, on guitar as well. Um, so we're going to play a quick track here from Faded Shade, and then we're going to be on to her next live song, and you can actually watch that on Facebook. If you go into the Miskin Radio Facebook page, you're going to, to watch that live as she sings it. It's Ain't For Me from Faded Shade. They're going to be here in live session in the next few months. Uh, we've got loads of lovely sessions coming up, but right now we've got Chess Smith in, um, and it's time now for her second live song. If you want to watch it as well, go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, and you'll be able to watch it as she does it. Over to you, Chess. So this is Love Like Lovelace. This is going to be out this year at some point <laughs> when I get myself organised. <laughs> she can please the man but deep She's got caught up in this visionary plague She feeds the madness with her sweetness Take your cherry lips and walk away while you're still breathing She's holding on so tight, puts up the fight for her Love 
before this as well how I'm ill now how did you hit how did you do that how do you hit I those have notes? a very good singing teacher that sort of like taught me to sing with a cold but it's like it's still not it's not comfortable but you sort of like make do oh it's lovely and like um, go lightheaded at the end but it's fine <laughs> and uh, if you want to listen to that again uh, you can get it on the um, the podcast so you can have the entire session and the interview again for free by downloading and subscribing to the Kieran Paul Sessions podcast on iTunes and uh, there you'll also get a bonus episode this week as uh, Michigan Radio's Nick Prater uh, joined the Brereton's at uh, their album launch as well oh. So that is Sophie Jane's uh, The Devil at Your Door. That is a world exclusive, not been played on any other radio show in Kent on Earth, on the universe. You know the score. Um, do check uh, Sophie Jane's out there. She's amazing. She's just released a video for that as well. So The Devil at Your Door. Uh, find that on YouTube. So in the studio, we had Chess Smith, who did two live songs for us. So we've got comedian and uh, cartoonist Maddie Campion, and she did a lovely cartoon. Um, you can check that out on our on our Twitter page and our Instagram page and uh, Chester Constable as well. Another comic. Uh, now, Chester, tell us about your first gig because you chose a gong show. First of all, sp- explain what a gong show is as well. Uh, well, a gong show is brutal. It's horrible. Um, the audience come down to a pub and the selling point is come and watch these guys who think they're funny, uh, try and make you laugh and then boo them off the stage. Uh, so I got two minutes where they weren't allowed to say anything. So I had two minutes to try and win them over. And uh, I took two minutes to tell my first joke, which wasn't funny. And then they let me know it wasn't funny. Uh, the annoying thing—how how did they let you know? Uh, they well, they, yeah, they were booing. They were saying, oh yeah, they, it just got—it got very loud very quickly. Um, 
But the, the annoying thing was that the uh, the four acts that were on before me, uh, they all did terribly as well. But the audience were quite kind to them. They just like held their cards up at the end and they left the stage. But just before I went on, the MC went on and went, oh, "Okay, guys, so you know you're, you're going in these guys off, but uh, there's no aggression from you. I want to see some aggression. I want to see some anger from you, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Chester Constable." So I walked up. <laughs> they've all got their guns loaded now. Like, okay, we're gonna let this one have it. So and it was, the the card system, so three of them get it, don't they? And then if they yeah. lift lift it up, is that that's how? It if works? all three people lift their card up. But um, they're random people. Like, I mean, yeah, they randomly assign them. But the you could have brought like a, a friend or someone like that and made sure they. Yeah, they got made a card. sure that didn't happen. I couldn't stack the deck. No, no, they knew. They knew what I was going to try and do. Um, so they gave it to random people who didn't know who I was. Um, and the annoying thing was that like one of them was trying to give me a chance, if I remember right. It wasn't holding her card up, so the rest of the room's going, "Oh, hold, lift your card up. He's awful. Aww. Hold your card up. What are you doing?" <laughs> so that was uh, yeah. It's a miracle I, I got back into it. To be honest, that was uh, it. Took me a full year to get back on stage. They after were tackling that. themselves, the audience, they weren't. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what about the candle as well? Tell us about. Oh, that was a strange one. That was. Um, an MC decided just before I came on stage to bring a member of the audience on and get them to hold a candle. Um, his argument was that the a light... Lit, a lit candle? A lit candle, yes. The argument was the light had just uh, just gone out on the top of the stage or something. And he's like, well, this next act's being filmed. Uh, which I wasn't. That was a lie. Uh, so they brought this member of the audience on yeah, with a candle. Yeah, filmed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awful comedian with lady with candle. That's what it's called <laughs> in the video, yeah. Um, no, strange. You know, having to try and do comedy with a lady holding a candle. It's like it's you're, you're at a funeral or something and you're trying... <laughs> yeah. Holding a candle is like more of a church vibe, I always thought. Uh, but what did you do when you spoke to oh, the Oh, I went the afterwards, afterwards and went, I'm not being filmed. What are you talking about? And uh, he said, oh, no, I know you're not being filmed. But I just wanted to do that. Or is it that um, that uh, candle is set to only last two minutes and that yeah, they know it. about your two-minute joke? <laughs> so they just were desperate to get to your punchline and they were like, right, run that candle at the bottom. It was a medieval gong show. That's how they did it. Yeah. Or they were, they were holding a moment for all the times you've died on stage. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a death. Yeah, they were honouring a death that night. It was me. Yeah. Um, and uh, now, so so we, we, we've had some confusion tonight because we've got a chess in the studio and a Chester. Um, yeah. And obviously Chester Constable, I love it as a name. Mm. Um, but <laughs> well, what I mean, nicknames did you have at school? School was you? very hard. School was yeah. tricky. Um, when you're younger, the kids don't know any better, but they just say things like uh, chestnut yeah. or Chester Drawers. Oh, I like Chester which, uh, Drawers is the one Chester I like. Chester Drawers, yeah. Which, uh, it seems... I was going to call my son Chester. I oh, love really? that name, Chester. Uh, it's a bit vain, slightly, but I don't call myself Chester. Uh, it, isn't it? But isn't like a northern thing, like tar? Thank you. So essentially you're saying thank you to yourself, chest tar. Isn't it? Chest, thank I've you. never chest ever tar. thought of that. Mm. Chest tar. Thanks yeah. for putting that. That's fine. Yeah. I think that's that yeah. But chest of drawers was definitely one. Chest of drawers, yeah. I mean, I, I actually find that more like an affectionate now, but at the time it hurt. When you were a kid, it hurts. <laughs> what, um, what other ones were there? Uh, well, as I got older, it got more brutal. It became uh, Chester the Molester. So, are you are you sure you want to name your kid Chester? Because he's going to have a when he turns thirteen, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, how, how did you get the name Chester? Uh, I was named after a jazz singer called Howling, a blues singer, sorry, called the Howling Wolf, uh, Chester Bennett, I think his name was. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a good name to have when you're on stage. Actually, a lot of people come up to me and say, "Oh, Chester Constable, what a great stage name!" You know, how did, how did you name? <laughs> I like what my dad did about twenty five years ago. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I love the name Chester. Yes, uh, yeah. You can't find it in any gift shops, though. That's the annoying thing. A lot of oh. ch- you get to Chelsea. Well, you don't find chess either. You don't find chess either. No, no I guess not. So there's a problem with yeah. these gift shops. 
Not even in America. Like they had a president, Chester, and there's no there's no name badge. There's a Chester. I mean, there's no. I, I don't think there's an Abraham name badge I, either. But. I studied American history, and I do not remember ever reading anything about a president. There is Chester. a president, Chester. We will we will look that up. Just not memorable enough. I will bet the fifty p I gave Kieran that there is a <laughs> there is a president called Chester. And um, what uh, the, oh, the police one? Oh, the con- oh constable. Yeah, that's yeah. Once once they get done with Chester, they move on to constable. Um, of course, if I became a policeman, I'd be police constable constable. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I couldn't go into the force because no one would uh, take me seriously. Um, that's not the only reason I couldn't go into the force, but uh, it's the one. Yeah, I but we know that's talk about. Well, we know that's talk about those on the radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, uh, uh, right, we, right, we've just uh, sub- uh, producer Ben uh, has just had a look, and Chester A. Arthur was oh, yes. uh, an American attorney and politician who served as the twenty-first president of the United States. Twenty-first, like that is. Yeah. I don't like, think he did anything. Did he do anything? Uh, Eighty-one to eighty-five. Yeah, so it was that a, like eventful year for America? Was, did, he, did he free anyone? Nineteen eighty-one. No. No, 81. Oh, 18, I was going to say, 18, I, was gonna say 18, I don't think that. I, that think, right, yeah. I, think Wiki, I think you've all been messing around with Wikipedia, because mm. that is not true. Um, right, now I have this 50p uh, in in my hand. Uh, so Maddie, uh, Maddie Campion does like uh, children's shows, and you, what, what, what well, do you say I, you can I've do? Done, I don't specialise in shows. I have done... She loves them. Do, <laughs> I have done spots. I don't, just in case anyone's like, oh, I need a kid's entertainer. Yeah. I am a... Um, that Chester yeah. sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is a, a magic trick, and I do this in pubs as well. Anyway, like I just this, like this is this is just my trick. She does okay. it on dates as well. Like if anyone wants to commission a mind trick show and put me in it, I can I can do it. Uh, okay, so what you need to do is you need to put your hands behind your back yep. and then put your coin okay. in one of the hands. Yep. And then when you're ready, yep. Bring them out in front of you. So bring them up in front of you. Everyone yeah. can see that in the studio. Okay, and it is. Yep, she's got it. It's my oh. left hand. Right, I'm going to give it just uh, Chester do it in your hand okay. as well. Okay. Uh, so change the way they put it. Yeah, put and then you and then you're going to tell us how you guess it. So you got that 100 percent right, and then Chester, bring your hand out, and then Maddie will guess. No. Uh, so he's got it out in, in front of him. She's got it. She's got it right. Got it. And then Chess, can you do it as well? And and Dan as well on guitar. We do it four times. Let's see if this works. I don't she's ever got, get it every time. No, well, it's in, so Chester's got it behind her back. She's got the 50p. One of the hands. What's you got it right. Three out of three. Dan on guitar. <laughs> do this. So He's got it behind. He's got it behind his hand. He's got the hands out. But it's 3-1. Okay, so Maddie, uh, so three out of four is, is, Wait, is very impressive. Four. No one at radio at home would know. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kira just kind of signs saying, regardless of what happens. Like, uh, yeah, well, so how, would, how, so how do you know? So if you have your hands... yeah. So if you put a coin, if, anyone, if you get someone to put a coin in one of their hands and then they bring them out, mm-hmm. they automatically look at the hand that they've put it in. See, when I was doing that, I... First thing I did was look at my left hand, yeah. which it was. Yeah. And do he they did. tend to do I it? Did, yeah. I tried to but did, so what? Yeah. Did, what did Dan do? Dan, knew the Dan trick. did a slight glance at that hand coming out, so I thought it was in that hand. Yeah. But I think you were just kind of like not really thinking about it. But he's seen three oh, people fail, so he kind of knew. But yeah, guys, if anyone wants to make like a pound in the pub, just be like, "Ha! Huh, I win the pound if this wins." The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye. <laughs>